Hi guys! So we are excitedly at the end of 2020 and I can imagine that it's been a really intense year for a lot of us um, just due to what's been happening globally. There's been a lot of upheaval for people, a lot of change and um, I thought I would do this video today to uh, give some tips on starting 2021 with intention. Now intention is quite different from resolutions. Um, I definitely fell into the trap when I was younger of you know listing out like 20 things that I didn't really break down into any achievable steps. I just wanted it all um, and I wanted it now and I would you know by the mid by mid Jan I would have failed on most of them and felt really rubbish about myself and then the whole cycle would have repeated itself um, of trying to trying to do it not doing it um, and since I've started um, well since I've started a lot of my own spiritual work I realized that certain intentions is a much more powerful way um, to maybe align with those external goals because intentions keep you very close to um, your kind of internal world and um, you know that relationship with yourself is like what I talk about a lot in my work is about is super important um, and really is something that um, you know keeps us going uh, through really tough times and, and most of the you know the clients I work with and the people that I do help it's uh, a broken relationship with self that is our biggest um, kind of issue and we seek external um, things like we think okay well if I lose two stone if I stop smoking and um, you know I stop drinking and I stop doing anything that I feel um, is taking me out of my perfect self is that's all quite um, not that I'm saying there's anything wrong with giving up bad habits but it's just that um, sometimes these black and white goals can if we don't look at the bigger reason or the reason why we want to do those things um, um, or maybe what impact that they are having on our lives we kind of kind of can fail at the first hurdle um, or you know on the opposite end we can achieve those goals and still think, God, I still feel exactly the same. I'm, I'm, I'm elated that I've, I don't know, I've lost two stone, and um, but I still feel that there's like a, almost like a creeping sense of I'm not good enough, and that's the stuff that I really had an issue with. I, um, I would, I would just sort of meet the external goals, um, whether that was throughout the year, really, and then I'd think, or I'd get a job, or I'd get a certain relationship, or I'd get um, weigh a certain number on the scales, and suddenly I'd think. I'd get that instant hit, but then I'd think, and then it would fade very quickly. And I'd think, oh, well, that was, that was kind of a, a short term thing. Um, so last year, my intention for myself was I will always choose myself. And actually that's, that was incredibly powerful to do. Um, I found that I, um, I was much more willing to walk away from things that just weren't, that it just wasn't working for me. That didn't serve me, that were not good enough for me. Um, uh, I was also much more vocal about when I felt like my boundaries were being crossed, um, which was huge for me because, you know, my, my 20s, I spent a lot of time being like, oh, maybe I'm in the wrong. I won't say anything to this person because I don't want to upset them. But actually, um, it was actually... <laughs> It actually that sort of having that sort of behavior in life that sort of people pleasing that you really suppress quite a lot and you can't really it's almost like a block in your throat you find it hard to voice what you need and what you want so once I started doing that and this has probably been over a period of years but I noticed this year that I was much more um 
like, sorry, no, that's, that's not good enough for me. Or, you know, I don't agree with what you just said. I don't like how you spoke to me. And that doesn't mean that I was um, confrontational. It just mean that I was much more assertive about something if I felt it was unfair. Um, so I was working in quite a toxic environment um, for, uh, from last August till about uh, the beginning of this year. And I um, was getting steadily more and more disconnected to myself. I was finding it very hard. I was finding onsets of depression were becoming increasingly um, potent. I was finding it very hard to exercise, to really do anything that I liked. Um, and I was, I was almost, it was, a, it was a huge culture of fear. And I started to really that's really started to seep into my bones. I'm not someone who can really function in those environments very well. I pick up a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm a, I am very sensitive and I've been told that from a very young age. And, you know, now doing the work that I do, that's been, um, that's actually a real gift. Uh, but unfortunately in the environment I was in, that was not something that's deemed, um, you know, an asset. So I was, I was, yeah, I was really starting to feel it and it was starting to become quite toxic. I was feeling very um, unfairly treated. I was feeling uh, my confidence in myself was really starting to wane. And that's when I, um, well, it says I will always, you know, my attention was I will always choose myself. But I actually didn't walk away from that job when I should have done. And I left it too late and other things started to impact um impact me really quite badly in my personal life um i'm also in recovery from substance abuse and i found it um you know i i was starting to just really not be able to do it and i actually had a relapse and it was it was horrendous it was a day well about yeah a day and it was awful and that really was the lesson of i didn't choose myself i chose to stay, I chose to try and make it work. I had a lot of fear around financial security. I thought, um, you know, I thought I wouldn't be able to get another job. I wouldn't survive. I, I didn't have any savings. I, I felt terrible about myself. And I just kind of thought, okay, well, the best thing for me to do right now is to go and have a drink. And that was obviously the point where I got to that point must have been when I was in quite a lot of pain and it wasn't solely I'm not trying to pin it onto an external job because it isn't that it was the fact that I ignored myself for so long and I didn't walk away when I should have done and it's about saying to people I'm sorry this is just not good enough for me and that you know when I did hand my notice in I can't tell you the weight that just lifted um and it, it you know, it was, it was scary because I didn't have a, this was in February. I didn't have a, a lined up job. I've never done that before. I'd always had some sort of, you know, job lined up. Um, I haven't, I didn't have savings because I haven't, um, throughout my twenties, I've had a very, uh, difficult relationship with money. And I will tell, tell you a bit more about that later and about how, you know, going into different money mindset is crucial and something I still work on daily. Um, but I, um, yes, I, so I, um, yeah, so I left that job and uh, I didn't have another job and then COVID hit. And so the things that were lined up on the table just were all taken away. And I was like, wow, this is, this feels tough. <laughs> 
Um, but the thing in it, in that was what came through for me was I will always choose myself. And that, what I did is I stayed sober. I, I worked really hard on my recovery. I threw myself back into my program. I, um, you know, I retrained. I'd, I'd ongoingly been retraining as a coach and a, and a counselor for, for a few years, but I really kind of bit the bullet and, um, really went into that. And I made sure my days had structure, even though I wasn't working, I would, um, you know, I'd make sure I'd be reading, I'd be learning something. Um, and it's not all about self-improvement. There was elements um, of just trying to be quiet and to listen and to deepen my spiritual practice because that had been something that had been growing over the number of years. But I really, really found so much comfort in that, um, in, in those difficult periods. And I, I didn't actually, I think I was out of work for six months and I made it, you know, I made it through that. And I mean, I had to um, have help from the government thank God. Um, and I also, you know, I, I managed to make that work. I took jobs, like, uh, if I could get a cafe job or something, I would do it. Um, I did whatever it took to, to just stay afloat and to also stay sober. And, um, I also then thought, um, I remember taking this kind of life coaching taster course and I'd already done a diploma and a certificate in counseling and, and working with, um, you know, working with others. And, um, I, um, thought to myself, God, what if I, um, what if I could become a life coach? And then immediately my fear was like, no, are you, are you insane? Like it was just immediately shut down. I thought, no, I'm just doing this course to like broaden my understanding. And then it just all kind of, um, I started to every morning I did a, um, my prayer and meditation and it's and I thought well why not why can't I do it you know at least I could try and if I fail you know it's it's not fail because it's it's a it's not failure and they say that in NLP it's not failure there's only feedback um and I have you know I've built my Instagram built my website I've worked with my own coach um I've you know I've started to really show up for my business and I continue to learn you know on a on a daily basis but um this is all because um you know, I chose myself. This is what my life, what I want my life to be. Um, I don't want to be working a nine to five. I don't want to be making money for someone else for the rest of my life. I, you know, I, I just don't, it's just not for me. I don't work very well in, um, office environments. I'm not, uh, not very good at small talk. I'm also not very good at hiding how I feel. It kind of just, it shows. And, um, in office environments, that's not always the best thing. Um, so really accepting myself for who I am rather than trying to squeeze myself into a box was, was liberating for me. I, um, I've been doing that through my, my twenties. I mean, probably from quite a young age, I always felt, you know, very attuned to, uh, people's feelings, uh, I had a lot of empathy. There was a lot of warmth and kindness there, but I was very sensitive. I was prone to um, be impulsive. I still can be, um, but you know, I can kind of put that into a more healthier thing now, rather than um, uh, the sort of stuff that I used to do. But and I'm also, you know, I've I'm brave and I'm resilient, and those are two things I've not ever really acknowledged about myself. I always thought, um, you know, I should. I should be, I should look like this. I should weigh this. I should have this. I should, you know, I should, I should all over myself really. And that's something I've really made a conscious effort to stop and, and kind of not, and stop comparing that I should be somewhere else than I am. Um, I mean, I think this all, this all came to a head for me when I was, when I was 28 and the past, uh, well, I'm 32 in January. So the past, um, 
oh gosh, like four years, my maths is still terrible. Is it five years? Five years. Um, have been in, you know, I've done an incredible amount of self work, but when I started to set intentions for new years and rather than resolutions, that's when it really changed the game for me. Um, so all of what I described really was a fruit of, the, of that work of being like, I am going to be there for myself. And, um, you know, through prayer meditation, you really create this space where you are completely held. Um, you know that there is a space inwardly where you can go and it will be, you know, you can calm yourself down, you can empty your head, you can, um, you can just be there for yourself rather than seeking that external thing. And don't, and you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not perfect. I can do things like, you know, eat two bars of chocolate cause I'm feeling slightly anxious or, you know, um, maybe buy something that I really don't need. Um, but again, I can be, have the awareness around it. It's all about awareness. This isn't about being perfect. It's about having awareness around why, why we do the things that we do. And is that, is it serving you? Is it taking, or is it taking you away from yourself? Um, so going on to tips for how to set intentions. Um, so today, uh, this evening, I'm going to be doing my own meditation. Um, that is actually something I'm going to share with you guys that, is really about clearing 2020 and um you know there's this period of time is actually quite magical it can be really a real period of time of reflection renewal regeneration but there can also you know there's 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 also a wave or an undercurrent of sadness in this time i particularly pick up on that because you know this year has been difficult and sometimes we you know, we can start the year thinking, this is how I want my life to look. And actually it doesn't look like that by the end of the year, even though you've done all these amazing things. Um, you know, even if you're watching this video, that's like, there is something in you that wants to um, grow and wants to see a change uh, and knows that, ch and sort of knows that the change starts with you rather than anything that, you know, you can sign up to the gym or, you know, take a knitting class all amazing things by the way but just check on the motives of why you're doing that you know are you trying to keep yourself busy uh, something i can definitely be guilty of is i'll just fill up my to-do list so i don't have to feel my feelings um never good always ends with up with me being like almost like a running on any, on nothing like those sort of duracell bunnies you know do you know what i mean it's like i literally have nothing and i'm at the end of the day i'm like oh my lord and then the feelings all come you know up like a crashing wave so again so this so this evening i would say to you i would say like do a meditation where you just have a clearing and and i'm and if you're not someone who really meditates and you find that quite difficult even just starting at 10 minutes um, is something that you can build up on because it's really tuning into, um, you know, that soul, that place there that you have, um, that you can always go to, but we forget that, it, that it's there. Um, you can, um, so then what I also do is I reflect on the past year. So I write down things that I've achieved because I have a, I don't know whether anyone resonates with this, but I have a mind that will go to the things that I don't have or the things I haven't achieved yet. Um, and really be like, why has this not been done? Um, so that is something that kind of try and move yourself away from because it's been a really difficult year. So I think the fact that, you know, anything that you've done is an achievement and that's 
that's that's that anyway and it's also not always about achieving things sometimes it's trying to change the relationships that we have in our lives with ourselves with others you know it's, it's more deep work that sometimes isn't as tangible as you know uh physical goals materials um all of that stuff so i hope that you can write that list and really look at it and think wow you know i've really um been there for myself or i've really shown up for this and and if there are areas where you feel that you know maybe you've not you, you've not had your proudest moments or um you wish you'd done something better i mean i certainly do forgive yourself for that have compassion around that because this isn't about saying right i will must never do this again because that in its sense is, is creating a a sense that you've done something wrong that you that, that, that we need to live up to this ideal of being perfect and you know the biggest thing for me in perfectionism is that i am not perfect um because the perfect doesn't exist we're all like human beings and we we mess up we're fallible uh we make mistakes you know we say things we don't mean we act in ways that sometimes are baffling to us and that's that is all okay so i would say practice that kind of um that compassion um and it's really hard like i sometimes still like for me self-care real self-care not um also the other self-care of like wash my hair have a bath light a candle that's still self-care but my real self-care comes into my really grounding into myself and really trying to um be kind to myself to think to myself would i say this i mean we've heard it countless times would i say this to a friend and i, and I know sometimes the way that i speak to myself i wouldn't dream of saying that to someone else um so that in its sense as well once you change that kind of in a shitty committee that's what i call it um that is a game changer that kind of even if it's not about completely um saying oh it switches off and it's gone it's more about saying it's um it's there and you notice it and you come out of the thought because actually you're not the thought you live here your your mind is constantly coming up with stories narratives thoughts projections fear ego that's all your mind and and um when I go back to this place, that's when I'm like, that's actually me. That's, this is all a construct of my, of my stuff. Um, so try and even just notice that thought and bring yourself back is, is um, that, that for me, once I started to practice that every time I, I, the thought came up or something that wasn't particularly nice came up, I'd be like, oh, that's the stuff again. And I'd, and I'd untangle. And think about also about, maybe the environment you grew up in sometimes the voices that we hear or the things that are said in our minds are actually not us they might be it might be something that you heard from a parent or um you know something that you thought was true or uh that you really carried through your childhood and it can still play itself out sometimes when we're i think brene brown puts this amazingly when we're in this um place of so to share quite personally um I have a massive fear of abandonment and rejection, like huge. And that is due to some things that happened in my, um, in my childhood. So when I'm um, dating someone and I say I don't get a text when I think I should be getting a text or when, um, I don't know, he starts texting, you know, like the bubbles, like the Brené Brown says the bubbles and the bubbles go away. And then she says, the story I am telling myself, and that is, 
exactly what you need to say is like because I can still get right the story I'm telling myself is that he's rejected me and he doesn't love me and I'm not I'm not thin enough and I'm not good enough all of those things are things that um are stories they're like constructs because your mind is trying to protect you because of something that's happened in the past where that's you you've built that message up you've received that message so you then think right well I must protect myself at all costs from future um from feeling like that again and and that kind of um defense can just be very it's so painful when it comes up and when you really buy into it because you know another part of you knows that that's just not true and again I think it's all about um it's all about sorry my phone just keeps going I've just turned it off and then it went again. <laughs> um it's all about um just keeping that um keeping that voice keeping that kind of narrative as a story just seeing it as a story for what it is it's not true it's not you don't know that you don't you don't live in the other person's mind um and i've had to have that lesson reconfirmed to me many times when you know he's text or someone's or i have got the job or something else has happened and i'm like oh actually i'm not that's not true that wasn't what was happening and that's what happens for me it's like i have to constantly um, bring it back to myself and, and think, why do I, why am I thinking like that? Why do I not think I'm, you know, that I'm good enough or that I'm primed for rejection. So, you know, uh, noticing the stories. Um, so I think I went off on a tangent there, but I was trying to say, be compassionate when that stuff comes up. So I think for intention setting, a really nice thing to think about is it's more about phrases rather than external goals so say you want to have um for me for example i've had a history of an eating disorder and i still have issues around you know body image i have to work really hard on that um i've gained a bit of weight this year um covid christmas you know i've still had to work hard on that there's no like you don't get to some point and you're suddenly you know uh cured if that's the word but um eating just yeah so for me it was i was thinking one of these this year would be i would love to have a healthier relationship with my body or to love my body and that is you know more of a inward working of a of a working with yourself rather than um you know trying to it fix on an external goal and it's fine to think well i do want to eat healthily i do want to exercise a little bit more but to have more of a, 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 a sort of, I don't want to use, where well, it is self-love, it's more of a, a, you know, um, something coming out of love rather than a punishment. Like to, you know, to see food as nourishment rather than punishment was a huge change for me when I started to look at things like that rather than think as long as I do my six workouts a week and hardly eat anything, I'll be fine. I won't be fine. I'll be exhausted and grumpy and a little bit hangry, to be honest. So not very nice to be around. Um, and again, that would tie into the whole, I'd get, I'd lose a certain amount of weight and then it just wouldn't be enough. And I'd be like, oh, well, I'm going to have to change the goal again. And that's, you know, it's all about the external. So thinking in more of a general term, I mean, you know, stuff like, um, I'm going to set some boundaries. I'm going to think about the boundaries I want to set. Um, I want to have an amazing sex life you know, that sort of stuff, things that we really want, we're, we, we are given on this earth to, you know, really enjoy and put in place if we need to, we have 
those skills to um, protect ourselves, but also to allow ourselves to experience life. You know, all of that stuff is valid. We don't need to live in a kind of small box and or make ourselves small. This is all about breaking down that kind of the boxes that we put ourselves in and it is really ourselves i mean i know that you know childhood conditioning trauma um you know addiction mental health issues they can all be really um painful and very constrictive so it's about thinking about what do i really want you know i would like actually next year to have more fun i feel that i can be very um Mrs. Hard Worker sometimes and really be like, need to do this, need to do this. And I, and I can forget to enjoy myself in the meantime. So I also, you know, that's something for me that I really want to do in 2021. Um, so I would, I have brought myself a new journal for 2021 and I am going to set those intentions there. They are, so I would say to do the meditation, to do the list of things that you feel that you've achieved this year um, to really think about compassion um, the the way in which you speak to yourself and perfectionism those are my they really tie into the three thing for me um, and then I would think about my intentions and it doesn't have to be just one intention I picked the one last year because I felt like it overarched everything for me it was really kind of a it really went into my relationships with men, my relationships with food, the jobs that I would, you know, I would take the, the, the relationship I had with money, that kind of stuff, all of that. And it was by no means perfect, but I found that my voice was a lot louder and a lot clearer when things were like, this is not okay for me. So um, that is a huge, that's a huge one as well. So writing down those intentions in this new journal. And then I would, start the year in a way that is me like how you you mean to go on really so every day I um you know I sit uh I have a little altar and it has a vision board I mean that is something you could do on January the 1st it's always something so nice to do um with a big cup of tea and oh it's so nice and you can just have your visual your writing uh photos that mean a lot to you things that i have all my my tarot cards my oracle cards my angel cards um candles i have a little buddha statue as well and i go there every day and i i pray and i meditate and i look at my vision board and I also look at my intentions and then I journal and I might write affirmations on top of those intentions. So, um, I mean, affirmations, I don't do, I don't look in the mirror and say them. I know sometimes that's very powerful for some people. It doesn't, it doesn't really work for me, but writing them down really reminds me of, you know, where I was and how far I've come. And, um, you know, that, is quite a powerful way to set up your day so your morning practice is something that you should be quite intentful with um it's almost like a, it's someone i interviewed for my podcast said it's living on purpose it's with purpose and um it kind of throughout the day when you start to feel that things are dripping in and you're feeling a bit stressed and work's getting on top of you and god i need to do some laundry and the house needs to clean the dogs need to go out all of that stuff it's kind of you can kind of come back to that point in the morning where you said um oh i know wait a minute i'm gonna i've got that space i can make space here so it's all about starting to build that relationship with yourself and it might not even be starting it you might have that good 
relationship with yourself, but it's about strengthening that, you know, so thinking about what you can do for you in 2021, that would really serve you. Um, and we all have, you know, family obligations. We have, you know, financial obligations. We have just obligations in general, but it's about making that space between the obligations and between you where you have time for you. Um, so I hope that has been useful and, um, you can always message me for more tips or visit my website. Um, because you know, this is just, I am going to put this up on Instagram as well. So I just think it's such a powerful way to bring in the new year. It's really about reflecting, um, allowing our feelings and trying to just be a little bit more, um, compassionate for ourselves. Um, in this 2021 and I think that's you know collectively this year we've actually it's been insane um but actually what I've noticed is people's compassion for other people and how kind people can be um you know even if I'm like picking up something in the shops or you know um what did a lady do the other day for me oh like she gave me her basket she just I had so much stuff in my hand and she just said I'll oh, take mine and she emptied all her stuff out and I thought that is adorable. And that is the kind of stuff that I've seen this year. So if you look for that as well, like look for the kindness. And then I know that there's people out there who, you know, can sometimes not be very kind. And the only thing I can say is like, those people are really stuck in their own stuff. Um, so not saying that that's always, you know, that doesn't always make things okay in the moment. I can get very irritated. So, um, but that, yeah, that is something that I thought was just so lovely. So just look for the kindness as well. And hopefully I'll see you guys soon. Thank you. As always, guys, if anything resonated with you, please come and visit my website. Um, and also come and find me on Instagram where you can probably find my website a lot easier and just find out how I work and what I do. Um, and I'll be back next week. Thanks, guys.